Dun, 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 dun. Welcome back, guys, to the N-A-S-S-O-C-I-E-T. Wow, 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 wow. Welcome back to the Nas Society Podcast. Good people. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing, man? Thank you for tuning in to the official kickoff of season two of the Nas Society Podcast, man. Welcome back, Nation, man. I hope y'all been good. We took a week off just to have to reload and reset and rebuild, but we back at it. It's going to be a crazy season, man. It's going to be a great episode. Stay tuned, man. Let's get it in. We are the nation of domination. Boom, boom. <laughs> Welcome back, Nas Society Nation. What's the word, man? How y'all doing? How y'all been? Uh, did you miss me? I think that was uh, a joint off Martin. Uh, but yeah, man, we took a week off, man. Had to take a pause for the pause and get some things in order, man. But what's up, y'all? Tell me about it. What's been going on, man? It's been a crazy two weeks for me, man. I'll tell you that right now. Just uh, in general, man, there's been a lot going on in the nation and in the world. Uh, but we back, man. It's glad to start off this season good. It's going to be a crazy season, but it's going to be a good one. Season one, man, I have to say was really good, man, for the first season, for the first pilot, for the first kickoff, man. We had some great episodes, 12 in total, uh, 12 total episodes, man, and they was good. So, you know, uh, thank you to all my supporters. Thank you. Shout out to my team, the people that uh, that was there and supported. Uh, thank you to all my guests that came to the shows. Thank you guys for all the input and the uh, messages and for buying the merch hitting the website you know thank you for people that's been coming to the events to my speaking engagements and things like that uh the non-society man like i said we're building man. this is our first year getting started uh, we're expanding as far as you know our audience and the people internally right so the non-society we're actually bringing in different voices you know because uh of course you know you got me reggie here and, you know, my voice is, you know, is, is important, you know, but I only, you know, our society is bigger than just my voice. It's bigger than one one male's voice. So we are looking to expand uh, the Nas society. You know, we got some people coming in, man. It's going to be really dope. Uh, I mean, you know, I think the Nas society needs voices of women. I need a woman's point of, point of view, a woman's voice. Uh, I think that's great on, on a lot of issues because a lot of our topics are, you know, catered towards, you know, male versus women, thoughts of views, points of views, and things like that. So uh, a woman's point of view will be great to have one consistently on the show and a representative. So we're looking for that. You know, we're looking for that part. Also, uh, we got different people coming in. We got an older uh, perspective on things, you know what I'm saying? So someone that's a little older. So, I mean, we're doing a lot of different things, man, that's going on with the outside, and I'm really proud of it, man. Uh, so, like, once again, thank you, everybody that's been following us. You know, if you're not following us, be sure to hit that subscribe button on your link and also follow us on Instagram at The Nas Society. Um, check out the website at the www.nasociety.com. You know, uh, also, if you want to hit us up and bless us with a gift, anything like that, you can um, cash app cash app us at uh, The Nas Society, is a dollar sign, The Nas Society. Also, if you want to send us a message, uh, you can email us directly at The Nas Society 2020 at gmail.com and uh once again it's not society 2020 gmail.com we got a lot to talk about man uh first of all first and foremost if you don't know already you should know tomorrow november 3rd is the big election day we will see who will be our next president for the next four years so tomorrow is a big day uh in a lot of ways so this show is kind of going to be predicated towards uh just talking about that man talking about um the things that's been going on this, this whole year 
as far as social injustice and, you know, the upcoming presidential debate. Uh, I mean, the debate that's been going on and tomorrow's a big day, man. We're going to find out for sure. So we're going to talk about that stuff. I got a great video I want to play for you guys that I heard that I thought was really, really inspirational uh, amongst black men, important, prominent black men um, that uh, has a, a platform. Um, so uh, we're going to listen to that in a little while too, but I want to talk about some things, man. Um, once again, want to shout out to Jay Rilla and grind time for the event we did a couple weeks ago, man, for the youth life matters. I mean, the youth voice matters. I'm sorry. Uh, so if you didn't catch it, uh, it was pretty much a round table, uh, platform for the youth, 18 and older, actually 17, you know, 17 and older. Uh, but it was just speaking on the importance of, you know, voting and being um, prominent in your communities as far as your voice and the things that you have to say and your opinions. Uh, just preparing young men to, to get out there into college or to workforces or anything like that. You know, um, I, I mean, I was the guest speaker and I, I want to say, first of all, thank you guys for having me, man. I had a great time. Um, everybody. Uh, was real attentive and it was a good it was just a good feeling man so uh that was an amazing 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 uh thing that i like to do man and i, I just applaud everybody for showing up and standing out man we got another event coming up pretty soon this month i'll give you guys the the link for that and send out the plugs and stuff like that but man i tell you man that i am blessed to have uh, a strong team a strong people that's that's there to you know help nas build the way it's supposed to you know like i said we started this year and the numbers have been great as far as you know the people that's been following us and you know supporting us with buying our merch and things like that so i want to say thank you to all the people you know um it's not easy you know it's not easy to start your own and build from there but we've been doing good man we've been doing really really good so uh, if you're not already following us like i said go follow us on instagram you know uh and check out the website at the www.nonsociety.com. You know, we got a lot of great things on a lot of great material. Also, uh, we just put out another great hoodie. You know, the hoodie says, um, make protecting black women uh, great again. All right. So go check out that on the website, www.nonsociety.com. And I think that means a lot because, like I said, we're talking about the election. We're talking about tomorrow being a big day. We got two candidates, uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, that's, you know, going to be the face of the forefront of our of our nation for the next four years, right? So, um, I mean, I'll tell you my thoughts on that in a second, man. But definitely check out the gear on there. Uh, the new hoodie is called, like I said, "Make Protecting Black Women Great Again." You know, all these deaths and killings of our black queens, you know, because of various things. You know, I mean, it can go deeper than just you know the deaths, uh, you know, police authority and things like that. But protecting black black women can go extensive. It could be from anything, you know, because as men, you know, I think we have to stand more on that as far as protecting our black women, you know, uh, but we're going to that deeper too. So definitely check out the website. Uh, also, uh, if you are following me, uh, you will see that we did, I did a uh, official promo video, right? Um, so the video was about 30 seconds long. We have a lot of it, uh, a lot of different content, but I want to say personally, thank you guys for the outpour of great feedback that you have sent me directly into the non-society email about that video. You know, um, I think it was short and it was directly to the point, but everybody, I'm talking about everybody 
saw how impactful that video was. So if you haven't checked it out already, it is on the website, but hit us up on Instagram because it's on the web, it's on Instagram as, as well, you know, uh, but that's the official promo video. Um, and we did a great job, man. Shout out to my man Trig for, for recording um, and, and putting all the content on there and everything. And it was just a really good, it was a really good feel. I enjoyed doing that. Um, and I, like I said, it's just the beginning, man. So that's something that I'm, I'm really proud of. And it's just like it's only beginning. So you definitely go check that out. Um, Want to take care of a few things before we get into the main topic. Like I said, we're going to be just really just going to be talking about the election tomorrow. I mean, not the election. I keep saying election, but the the you know we've the voting. You know how important voting is, and if you haven't already voted already, you put you. I would hope that you have. Please do so tomorrow. You know it's very important that we we make our voices heard and our ballots heard. You know with this election. Um, so before we go into that. Uh, definitely want to give a couple shout outs to a couple of people. Like I said, we did an event a couple weeks ago uh, with Jay Rill and Grind Time was really good. We got another event coming up with them as well. Um, I have something coming up with my man Turbo. You know, we doing uh, another round table. We doing a podcast with them as well. So stay on on a you know on lookout for that. Everything that I'm mentioning is going to be on the website or on Instagram if you follow us. So just being you know, or if you hit the subscribe button. With the podcast, you'll get all the updates. You get everything that's going on that we're doing on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. Uh, we, uh, the calendar is going to be full, full pretty fast, so you'll get all the updates. All right. I want to uh, first of all give a shout out to my sis, you know, uh, Jasmine Johnson, who's a, another entrepreneur. She's uh, based out of Vegas right now, but she's originally from Chicago. Uh, but she's in LA. I mean, she's in Vegas right now, and she has an amazing opportunity for anybody that wants to make some extra income. I mean, when I say extra income, I don't just mean like a couple of dollars here and there. I'm talking about really, really good bread. And it's from really just investing in yourself and working from home pretty much. Uh, I mean, I'll let her give you all the details and everything, but I want you to definitely hit her up, man. She works for Planet, Planet Marketing. You know, that's P-L-A-N-N-E-T Marketing. Um, she's an independent representative, man. And she does, I'm like super proud of her, man, because when she started this, um, I knew that she was hungry, you know, and the things that she tells me all the time that if a person want to get in that and make this money, they have to be hungry, you know, but the, the, the benefits that you reap from it is just amazing. Uh, I sat in on a couple of phone calls and things like that. And I was like, now is once you talk to her or you hear a call from her, or you just join one of the group calls, you're like, I'm just, I'm not going to spoil it for her. I'll let her explain it, but it's definitely something that you guys should check into. Uh, but once again, her name is Jasmine Johnson. The email to contact her is um, THR, the number three, the number three, so that's 33, S C O M P A N Y T R A V E L at yahoo.com. So that's THR 33. S company travel at yahoo.com or you can contact her, her directly at 702-343-5332. All right. That's Jasmine Johnson, man. I'm telling you, man, if you want to make some money, some extra money, I mean, some good money, I'm talking about money that's going to surprise you. And it's legit. You know, it's legit money. It's nothing illegal. It's nothing crazy like that, man. Just give her, send her an email, send her, send her a text or something like that, man, and get in tune. Man. I'm super proud of her. She's doing her thing. Definitely check her out. Also, my guy Cornell, uh, 
I talk about him all the time. Uh, Goldmine Clothing. Uh, check out his website, uh, www.goldmineclothing.store. Uh, he has a lot of great material. He has a, if you're from Chicago, he has a shirt that represents um, different blocks of the South Side, different blocks of the West Side. It has a, is is really, it touches home to people that lives in urban communities, right? Um, definitely go grab that, man. I'm telling you, it's going to, it's popping, it's selling fast. Uh, once again, it's www.goldmineclothing.store. You know, uh, I'm just surrounded by a lot of people that's doing a lot of great things out here, man. Like I said, my team is just expanding and I'm so proud of everybody, man. You know, we have to do this as a team. African-Americans, one thing we don't do is we don't uh, help each other out and build each other's up. You know, so as far as each other's brand or whatever it is, you know, we got other uh, races that stand by each other. You know, the the um, you know the Caucasian people, the uh, you know Mexican people, the Chinese, or whatever. You know, everybody has a stigma where they can stand together and and, and keep the money in house by building each other's up. You know, uh, we need to do more of that as African Americans, man. You know, and even if these people that I'm just mentioning wasn't people who I trust. Or who, people that I, you know, I know, I would go into a stranger's uh, business, and if everything looked good, I would shout them out. You know, so if you have a business, if you have a, a restaurant or a clothing line or anything that you're doing, uh, send me a message, man. Let me know. Let me go check it out. Send me the link. Send me the address. Whatever. Let me go check it out, man. And I guarantee you, man, I, I will blast it. I will blast your stuff, and the nation will know about it. You know, so that's what it's all about. Let's building each other up, man. So um, that's that. I know it's a different spin. If you listen to all of season one, you see that we will go straight into sports. So today is we're going to touch on sports just a little bit, but I definitely want to talk about the prevalence of the election tomorrow. I keep saying election, the presidential voting tomorrow to find out who our new president is. Um I mean, Donald Trump is whatever, Joe Biden is whatever, but we're talking about the state of our nation, man, for the next four years. And, you know, Ice Cube got a lot of flack for what he said. We got other rappers like 50 Cent and Lil Wayne. Everybody has their point. Everybody has their opinion. Everybody's opinion matters, but yours matter. So what are you going to do tomorrow? Are you going to vote? Are you going to make your opinion matter? You should, man. That's all I got to say. I'm not a, this isn't a, uh, a commercial or anything like that. This is something I believe in, man, because our nation is in trouble and it takes all of us to do it. Even if the person that's elected tomorrow isn't the right person to do it, we still have to do it as a community. We It starts every block, every hood, every neighborhood. You know, it starts with us coming together and doing it together, man, because we can change our surroundings just by showing unity, right? So that's what I believe, man. Tomorrow's a big day. Hope you voted already, but if not, you should do it. Hopefully, let's do it tomorrow. All right. Uh, next segment, when uh, we take a break, we're going to come back with us to a great video, man, by um, 44. I call him uh, President Barack Obama and LeBron James and Maverick Carter, man. They sat down and they had a great talk about, you know, just things that's going on in our community, you know, things just in general, man. I'm going to talk to the video. But uh, since we're just talking about it already, let's get into a little sports, man. Uh, okay. You know, the Bears lost yesterday. Uh, the Bears lost last week. <laughs> so the Bears are on a, a two-game losing streak. Uh, okay, I, you know what? I've been bragging on the Bears a lot because they've been winning, but now the last two weeks they've been losing. Uh, okay. I mean, 
I don't know what to say. It's just, we got to get it together, man. We got to get it together. And of course, my opinion is we should put Mitch Trubisky back in the game and we'll go back on a winning streak. You know, that's just what I think. I mean, the brother was, I mean, he's not a brother, but uh, he was 3-0. and You know, he was undefeated and he got benched for Nick Foles. And Nick Foles came in there through five touchdowns, seven interceptions, and we lost two games straight. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? I feel like we can, in order for us, the Bears, to get back on track and start winning more games and make it to the playoffs, uh, I feel like we should put Mitch back in. But this is my thought. You know, whatever. Uh, we lost yesterday to the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints came to Soldier Field. And they beat us by a field goal in overtime. Now, the game was pretty close throughout. But in all, Nick Foe had two crazy interceptions that put us back. The defense held us up for the most part. Um, but in the end, we just couldn't we couldn't stop the, the run or the pass on, on key plays. Um, Javon Williams had a crazy incident where he punched a guy. First of all, he punched the man. He had a helmet on. You know, and I don't know if that's really considered a punch, but he punched him and he got ejected. And actually, he's got suspended for two games for that. Um, so I don't know, man. Bears, we got to get it together because the schedule don't get no, no don't get no easier from here. We got Tennessee next week, then we got the Vikings, then we get a bye, then we got Green Bay. So uh, um, you know, luckily we still, you know, we still set at a good position at five and three. Green Bay, Green Bay is five and two. Um, you know, so we'll see how it goes. Tampa Bay play tonight. They are five and three as well, or five and two. I'm sorry, and they play the Giants, so they're gonna beat the hell out of the Giants. So they're gonna be five and three. So we still set up a top at the NFC uh, with a good record, man. We just gotta get it together. Um, Kansas City Chiefs beat the dog shit, beat the hell out of the Jets. The Jets is probably the worst team I've seen in a long time. It's just really bad, really, really bad. Uh, so bad that the Chiefs did. They was doing the uh, <laughs> um, swag surf dance during the game. You know, they was just being, they was doing whatever. They was just smashing. Patrick Mahomes had over 400 yards, threw for five touchdowns. I mean, it was just embarrassing. So, uh, it's just a lot of teams, teams in the NFL that's really good, and some this is really bad. Uh, Cowboys got whooped again, man. I mean, it just shows the importance of how they missed Dak Prescott, man, and how they should have paid that man. But I'm telling you, if they don't pay him, somebody's going to pay him next year. Maybe it'd be the Bears. Hmm. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes, man. Tonight, like I said, we got the Monday Night Football with the Buccaneers traveling to New York to play the Giants. That's going to be the night game. And, um, like I said, tomorrow we got uh, just start of a new week, week nine. You know, um, Antonio Brown isn't playing with the Bucks, but he will be there next week against the Saints Sunday. So this is some sports, man. I didn't want to get too much into sports because I know we want to get into this topic with about the, you know, what's going on tomorrow. And I want to know you guys' thoughts on everything. And, you know, tell me what you think about this whole thing with the Trump versus Biden thing. And, you know, did you listen, did you listen to any of the debates, any of the, uh, you know, anything with, with Pence and Harris? Did you listen to any of those debates? Uh, do you think anybody's winning over anybody? Or, I mean, what you think, man? Because I think that this was one of the craziest, even though it was more mellow, but it was still a crazy uh, last couple months as far as finally getting to the nitty-gritty and seeing who's going to be our next president, man. So tell me what you guys think. Uh, we're going to take a quick, quick break. Then we're going to go right into it, man. Stay tuned.
and we are back all right guys so uh before we get into the video man that i want to play for you guys definitely want to just say thank you guys just for all the support man um i got the hoodie for the make protecting black women great again you know um go check it out on www.nonsociety.com um i think it's going to be you know a great message just in general man like i said it can go, it can go many ways you know, uh, there's a lot of things that we can do as African-American men to protect our black women in our community and around the world. And I can stand for my daughters, to our cousins, to our sisters, to our mothers, to our grandmothers, you know, to our aunties, whoever, you know, we have to do a better job at just making sure that we protect them from certain things that we, we can control. You know, it doesn't even have to be Caucasian authority. It can just be, you know, the things that we don't want them to have to worry about. You know, women want to feel protected as they should, you know, and especially if they have a black man in their life, whether it be a brother or a husband or anything. Um, we have to do a better job at that, you know. So, but um, I want to get into this video, man. Um, the election is tomorrow. Damn, I keep saying election. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, that's just programmed in my mind. But we find out who's going to be our president tomorrow. And over the last, you know, couple months, there's been a lot going on with you know, police killings and social injustice and just things that, you know, our community and our race has been facing and that has been brought to the forefront. So um, I think this is more of a time where we just bring awareness to what we can do to change it. And, you know, the people that has platforms that can help us get there, you know, the ice cubes of the world, you know, the Barack Obamas and the Brown James and everything like that. So this video is uh, something that I heard and I, I listened to a bunch of times, man. I think it's, it's great to have black men, prominent black men, strong black man that's that has a voice, that has a platform to speak on certain things and just have, just chop it up, man. Just a general conversation about things that we can do to better ourselves as a community, as an African American race. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm here for it, you know. So, with all due respect, um, let's get into it. All right, this is our president. And I say R, I'm talking about, you know, Barack Obama, the 44th president of the United States, two terms. <laughs> Him and LeBron James, Maverick Carter, just chopping it up, man, having a good talk. So stay tuned. Let's get it. So we have the 44th president of the United States of America here with us. What's up, Mr. President? How you doing? Man, I'm doing great, Maverick. And, and LeBron, congratulations, champ. I uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you. One more ring, one more trophy. <laughs> Come on, man! And he's still going. He left the bubble and went right to the gym and started working out again. You know what? The, uh, he, he's got. Uh, he, he did some sort of deal with the devil. <laughs> you see how? You see how he's getting younger? <laughs> Something, something's not right. <laughs> something's not right. The uh, congratulations, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah, it was it was a great series. Thank you, man. It's something that you uh you dive into. You put all your hard work into it, your efforts and everything, and you know, hopefully at the end of the season, you, you you get, you know, the reward from all the hard work you put into it. And obviously it doesn't always factor out that way, but um, it did this year. And I'm proud to bring a championship back to Los Angeles and bring a championship to some of my teammates who've never been able to cross that threshold. Uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. You know, the whole world got to see how LeBron spent a lot of his pandemic. Mr. President, what have you and your family been up to? Well, look, uh, the great thing about the pandemic was that our family was able to stay healthy and I had my daughters back home. And 
LeBron, your, your kids are younger, but you will discover when they start hitting that 18, 19, 20, that even if they love you, <laughs> they don't always find you the most interesting person. You're, you're still at that stage where they think, oh, daddy, I mean, he knows everything. It's so much fun. Right around 15, 16, suddenly, uh, you know, you're kind of uh, lame. <laughs> but they come back to you. So they were with us during the during this whole time. And, and you know, to see your kids suddenly be smarter than you, you know, funnier than you, more insightful than you, to watch them have, have become these wonderful young women who... Uh, are thoughtful and considerate and kind. And, you know, it's a real reward. So uh, Michelle and I, uh, you know, loved the time we had with them. And the other thing that we've been doing, obviously, is, is trying to make sure that uh, people understand the stakes uh, in this upcoming election. I think we all drew inspiration from uh, the protests and activism that sprung up uh, as a consequence of George Absolutely. Floyd's uh, murder and yep. Uh, the awakening that I think we started to see and the young people who were out there, including my daughters, uh, saying to the American people and, and saying to their government, we expect better. Uh, and, and that uh, the values that you taught us, uh, maybe you didn't believe them, but we do believe them and we expect you to live up to them. So, so it ended up being a busy summer. You, like LeBron, are always working. I've learned that always in the process. LeBron, you obviously spent a bunch of time in the bubble. Everybody came together, committed, did it. How did, how did that happen? No, absolutely. I mean, I gotta give I gotta give credit to, to obviously to Adam Silver, and then from the MBPA side uh, to Michelle Roberts, Chris Paul, and everyone that had their hands in on creating that bubble and creating a safe place for us um, as players. And um, but it was challenging uh, for sure because you just you're so away from your norm. You know, you're away from your, your your family, you're away from your kids, you're away from your own bed, you're away from your, you know, everything that you're so accustomed to. And even when you like travel to go on the road, you know, the longest you may do is like a, a four or five game road trip and maybe 10 days at the max. You know, at the end of this trip that I just did, we went 96 days, you know, 96 <laughs> days in the bubble. <laughs> so, you know, that it's a whole nother level of challenging where your mind starts to tell you, I can't do this or your mind you know, starts to, you know, vary on what's important, what's not important, should I be in here, you know, and then you you see the things that was going on off the floor as well. You start to think, you know, is basketball the most important thing right now? Is being inside this bubble away from, you know, what's real, what's going on in, in society right now. So I was proud of our players that we, not only were we playing the game of basketball, we was also having discussions every single day about what's going on in the communities from, you know, police brutality to, you know, the racism that's going on to voter suppression. And obviously, as you talked about, there were a lot of things going on off the court. Unfortunately, uh, while you guys were in the bubble, we obviously had what took place in Kenosha. And the season that was already going on was pretty close to stopping, right, LeBron? You guys were close to calling it quits and walking away, Yeah, right? we were. You know, it was funny because um, Milwaukee um, was playing Orlando that day. And then I believe OKC and Houston was the next game, and then our game was the last game. I think it was us versus Portland. So, you know, when Milwaukee did what they did, and rightfully so, we understood that there was no way that none of us can go on the floor. We we, we stand as a brotherhood. We are a brotherhood in our league, and we stood with the Milwaukee Bucks and what they wanted to do. But there was a time where we were ready to leave, too. 
um, the Lakers, myself included, we were ready to leave. And um, we was trying to figure out if we leave or if we stay, what is our plan? What is our call for action? And I'm lucky enough to have a, a friend, you know, the 44th president that allowed me and allowed uh, CP and allowed us to get on the phone with them and get guidance. You know, when there's things going on, when it's chaos, where, where people don't know which move to make or, or how to handle a situation, the best thing you can do is have someone that you can talk to and give you guidance and have that type of leadership. And I'm lucky enough to have a friend that gave us those words of leadership and those words of saying, okay, this, this can be plan of action. You know, this can be something that you guys can ask for. And, and if we can get that, then we can continue to push the needle and you guys can also continue the season as well. I think it was, it was close to midnight when Chris CP calls with LeBron, Carmelo. Uh, I think, uh, Russ Westbrook was, was on the phone and you know, the, the conversation we had was along the lines, uh, LeBron spoke about protest is useful in terms of raising awareness. But given the power that the, the NBA players had, my suggestion was that you use that platform to see if you can start asking for some specifics. This isn't something that's just a one-off. Right. As sadly, what we've seen is it happens again and again. So one of the suggestions I had for uh, the players was, uh, is it possible for you guys to set up uh, an office that allows you on an ongoing basis to take best practices that are going to uh, start making incidents like this less likely. As I told him, though, it's not going to be solved overnight. This is something that you've got to stay on. Right. you got to keep on moving. And so the fact that LeBron then has also been working with more than a vote, working with uh, my uh, outstanding partner and uh, the most popular Obama, uh, <laughs> Michelle Obama, uh, in, in getting people registered, getting them educated, uh, understanding the connection between voting and reform so that you combine protest and go into the polls. Uh, you know, I think that's that's been the best uh, outcome possible. Now, I did have a selfish reason, and I told all these guys, y'all need to set up uh, a, a more permanent structure so that you don't call me at midnight. <laughs> uh, you know, see, the young brothers, they have until 3 in the morning anyway. Exactly. You know, so you'll discover, even you, LeBron, by the time you get to 59, you know, you may not be thinking as clearly at midnight. So, you know, we're going to try to have a little bit more organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to scale, we're gonna scale the time a little bit back. More yeah, like 9, exactly 9 right. So we can plan, plan ahead of time on these things. But but I, I, I want to I say this with all seriousness. You know, uh, you know, when you think about the history of African-American athletes, you know, dating back to Jack Johnson, the boxer, and then you've got Jackie Robinson, and you've got Muhammad Ali, you've got folks like Bill Russell in the NBA, Arthur Ashe in tennis. And, and, and then for a while, I think there was a, uh, a suspension of activism, right? Because I think for a time, the African-American athlete started thinking in terms of contracts, money, shoe deals, etc. And to see this new generation without fear in speaking their mind and their conscience, I think you guys are setting the tone for a lot of young people coming up and a lot of other athletes in other leagues, right? Because we saw what happened after Milwaukee and the NBA players did what they did. WNBA players, you start seeing soccer players, you start seeing uh, NFL players, doing stuff, 
baseball. Uh, you guys really showed leadership on this in a way that, uh, uh, you know, deserves a lot of credit and uh, made me real proud. Here we are, um, you know, the election is here, it's upon us, it's about to happen. What type of power do we have and what should we be thinking? Why should we be angered, upset, and, and frankly pissed off at what's going on in this country as we see we thought we made all this progress, but now with the protests on the streets, it feels like we're back to the civil rights era. And is anything going to change this time? And what should we be thinking or feeling as young black people specifically, but black people in totality? Well, look, uh, I want us to feel angry. I, I want a, a righteous anger. The key is to be able to channel that anger in a way that's effective. Whenever I'm talking to young guys or young women uh, in any setting who express this frustration, what I say to them is don't let the frustration turn into cynicism where then you just think nothing can change. Because the truth is things have changed. It's just that it's an ongoing battle. It is not a one-shot deal where you kind of climb the mountain and then you just stay there. It's In that sense, it's a little bit like an NBA championship, right? You, you get the win, you get the victory. And then you got to start all over again. Start all over again, yep. And, and you know, the, the, the roots of racism in this country are deep. Uh, the psychology of it has lessened, but it never fully went away. The legacy of slavery and Jim Crow means that, you know, we started the race behind with respect to uh, the resources in our communities, the... Uh, the way the criminal justice system was set up, uh, the lack of representation in corporate America, uh, all those things uh, didn't just go away. They built up over 400 years. They weren't going to go away just in 50 years, let's say in my lifetime. We could expect that each time we took two steps forward, there was going to be some pushback because there are forces in our society that don't want to give up status and privilege. They don't want a level playing field. Uh, and by the way, that's not just true for African-Americans. You know, there are a lot of folks who don't want women to have opportunity because if suddenly women are competing on a level playing field, it may turn out, as Michelle likes to remind me, that women are at least as smart, if not smarter than men. Of course. And can do the same job, right? Yep. So, so we always knew there was going to be some pushback. The, the key is to be able to sustain uh, both our spirits, our hope, and our focus. And we vote. We get a win like the Voting Rights Act or the Civil Rights Act. Yep. We consolidate that power. And then we go at it all over again to, to go after the next injustice. Yep. And sometimes it gets exhausting and sometimes it doesn't feel fair. But the idea that you would just stop and give up is something that would be a betrayal to our ancestors. Yep, of course. Uh, it would be a betrayal to all the folks, black and white, yep. and Latino, and, and Asian, who fought to allow us to be able to sit here. None of the three of us could imagine doing what we have done and what we continue to do 50 years ago. It was it was not in the cards. You know, my... my uh, dear friend John Lewis, who was an inspiration to me. That's why I got into politics. 
and public service was because of the civil rights era when people like John Lewis and a, and a Diane Nash and a Bob Moses and, and Fannie Lou Hamer, folks who were younger than LeBron is, and you are now, Maverick, you know, these folks 20, 21, 22, risking their lives just to have the chance to vote, uh, just to break down Jim Crow, just to get the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act passed. The sacrifices they made did, in fact, make a difference. There is greater power, greater freedom, greater representation. This idea that somehow no progress is made is mistaken. So we have an obligation to do all the work now to make sure that our grandkids, 50 years from now, they look back and they said, oh, you all had to put up with that. <laughs> and the reason they won't is because we did the work. And LeBron, have you guys as players, did you guys feel like you've seen progress or anything come of what you did? Did you really feel, you personally, did you see anything happen because of it? There was times where you felt like there was no progress, but there was the majority for me personally, I felt like some things was, was happening. Um, you know, just from, you know, obviously having the numbers and, and, and having the people on board with more than a vote, I was seeing how much uh, engagement we was getting, uh, how many people wanted to be, um, you know, a part of it. You know, we had a couple of WNBA girls that stopped playing basketball so they could just work and work and work with more than a vote in their communities. And then just some of my friends from back home uh, was calling me and asked me, what can they do to help? What can they do? Because they see it every day, you know, how voter suppression is going on and how, you know, black people feel like that um, their vote, even if they do vote, it doesn't matter or it doesn't count. You know, I definitely have seen some change, but I want to continue to see change. I want to continue to push the envelope, continue to hit home on what's going on in our society, not only in my hometown, but all over America, um, because we know we love this. We love this country. Um, it's the greatest country in the world. But we also want to see more love than hate. And it's a lot of things that's going on in our community um, and in our country that, you know, is being affected, you know, by hate. So uh, we know, like Mr. President said, it won't change overnight. Uh, it might, it won't happen next year. It probably won't happen the year after that. But hopefully, like you said, 50, 50 years down the line when our grandkids, uh, when my grandkids are walking around, they can say that, you know, they Pawpaw had some, uh, was it wasn't a moment uh, where he seen or where they seen change for them as they live today. Let, let, let me jump in here just for Go a second, because first of all, uh, LeBron and the other athletes have registered tens of thousands of voters who weren't otherwise uh, planning to vote. That's power. Uh, and that is going to manifest itself in this election and elections beyond, because once you get in the habit of voting, you keep on voting. My mom sent me a, a video today of her um, of her voting, actually. And I don't know if this is her first time voting, but this is the first time she's ever talked about it. I believe it's her first time voting. And she was so proud of herself. And I was proud of her. Um, you know, just you seeing tell her. her. I'm proud of her. Man, I, thank you. I will for you sure. You, yeah. you tell her, Barack and Michelle, <laughs> give her much love yeah, and respect for that. I, absolutely. She sent me a video today leaving. After she voted, she had her sticker on her chest. Uh, she was so so damn proud of herself, and I was so proud That's of her, great. too. It's just a, it's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, absolutely, there is some change happening, man. Absolutely. And as we think about it, Mr. President, voting is a big part of it, but that's just the beginning. And, LeBron, you and I have talked about this with More Than a Vote. More Than a Vote is meant to help fight voter suppression. But then after we all vote, what do we want after that? What should be number one on our list? Listen, I, I think that's a great point because... You know, when I was elected in 2008, 
I think everybody was in the African American community was was proud and happy. We had broken a barrier. But then folks kind of said, "All right, well, Brock, go go handle your business." <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're and 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 that's not how politics works in this country. The thing everybody's got to remember is the president is just one part of the puzzle. You got Congress, you got governors, you got mayors, you got district attorneys. The key is not to think that right after a presidential election suddenly we're done. Number one, we've got to have clear demands. Now, at the moment, the pandemic is such that number one priority has to be to get this uh, disease under control. And we have had a, a government that has not had it under control. Uh, and we can do a lot better than we've been doing. Number two uh, is to get serious about an economic plan to rebuild our communities. When we had this $2 trillion in emergency spending from the federal government, that was supposed to be helping businesses out there all across the country. A lot of small businesses in our communities, they were bypassed. They didn't get those loans. They didn't get that money. So insisting that that is distributed fairly and that our businesses and our communities are also benefiting from these packages and not just large corporations, that I think has got to be a priority number two. And in light of what we saw this summer uh, and and the chronic problems that we've seen throughout uh, the criminal justice system. I think priority number three has to be uh, a comprehensive package for us to deal with sentencing issues, deal with uh, police training, to deal with prosecutions when we've seen uh, injustice uh, and brutality. And then the final thing is I think we need a package to make voting easier, not harder. Yeah. Uh, and, and that can be done at the federal level. The good news is the majority of the American people believe in doing the right thing. Yeah. But it's not always the majority of folks who vote right. who believe in doing the right thing. Yeah. And if everybody was heard, this country wouldn't be as divided as it seemed. About 60, 65 percent of the people actually agree that we should do something about COVID, actually agree that we should be eliminating racial bias from the criminal justice system, that we shouldn't be sentencing people to 20, 30 years for a nonviolent drug offense. The majority of people agree with that, but that's not always the folk, the majority that votes. And, and that's what ultimately translates into power is how many votes you got. Right. The, you know, the good news is I think a lot of young people right now have been activated in ways they haven't before. Um, you guys have contributed to that, and I'm proud of you for it. Um, and, and we've just got to keep that going. LeBron knows something about this in the finals, right? You don't have to be nervous if you've got a big lead going into the last minute. <laughs> and so the key here is for us to maintain a lead. Yeah. But if we are slack, if we let, you know, our guards down, if we kind of relax, you know, somebody might call timeout where you didn't have one. <laughs> I, I'm just <laughs> So right now what I'd like everybody to do is go to IWillVote.com. That will give you all the information you need, or you can go to LeBron's 
more than yeah, a vote. Yeah, onmorethanavote.org. Yep. And just lock down what's your plan to vote. Ultimately, if we do our jobs, then we have control of our own fate. So we just got to do our job. And, uh, and I, I'm confident we will. Man, 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 guys, that was a, that was a great, that was a great interview. Great, man, listen, man, if you ain't getting nothing from that, if you didn't get no insight from that, if that didn't inspire you in any way, man, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, there's just so many things you can pinpoint just from the conversations that these brothers had about um, the things that we've been through as African-Americans, what we can do to try to change it. Uh, going to I vote, going to more than a vote, uh, just the, the the chronology of of how things played out from the last year, five years, ten years, fifty years, a hundred years to where we are now, and the importance of making our voice heard. Right? Uh, talk about social injustice. Talk about racism. Talking about the criminal justice system. Talk about these are things that which Nas was founded on. You know, Nas statistic was pretty much built on not being labeled and judged because of your skin tone or your gender or anything, you know, things that you've been through with the past, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on and on, but it also highlights the, the huge gap that we have as African-Americans to come together and unify so we can become something powerful, which we already are. You know, African-Americans are the strongest, smartest people in the world, man. And I feel like we just need to uh, be more unified to come together and do certain things, man. So that interview was amazing. Um, it's good to hear oh, Barack, you know, talking and, and uh, you know, you know, just a fellowship with good brothers, man. You know, people say what they want about LeBron James, about whatever, 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 you know, him on the court. Uh, LeBron James is, will always be remembered, you know, always go down. It's, of course, one of the best basketball players to ever play the game but man what he's doing for the african-american community man just with in general by his voice and um he built a school you know in his in his hometown man just uh starting more than a vote starting all these campaigns donating money to charities you know that stuff can't go unnoticed you know so shout out to lebron man you know whatever people gonna compare him to Michael Jordan and all this stuff, you know, you know, I'm a big Michael Jordan fan. So I'm always going to choose Mike. I'm always going to choose F, you know, uh, and shout out to Michael Jordan too, man. Michael Jordan been donating a lot of money to these charities. Um, just putting money into hospitals and to, um, you know, different charities with uh, social injustice and inner racism and, you know, police reform and things like that. But just shows you how important, it is when black men, prominent black men, men's with platforms come together and talk about these issues, talk about voting, talking about what we can do, uh, you know, to, to make a stand, to make changes. You know, he was uh, highlighting about how, you know, the people from, you know, the players, the NBA came together now and, and, and put aside their paychecks. Like back in the day, you know, people was more concerned about their shoe deals or contracts. But now more people, because racism has always been going on. Police has always been killing us, you know. But now you should you see more of a unity, you know, with, with these athletes, and it's transcended from the NBA to the WNBA to the MLB to the NFL to you know, and that's such a great thing, man. So I want more of that. So that's why it's so important, man, for us to just come together. Tomorrow's a huge day, man. Just continue to vote. If you haven't voted already, please be sure to go out there and vote, man. 
make your voice heard. You know, and like Obama said, man, once you start voting, you get in the habit of voting, you know, because you see that we can make a change. You know, it starts from one person. It starts from one person in the community and it spreads, you know. Um, so, man, I look. This is season two. You know, definitely welcome to season two, man. Tune on in to the Nas Society podcast. We're going to have a great season, man. But I will be crazy if I didn't start off episode one, especially with tomorrow being the biggest day of, of probably this year besides the coronavirus is figuring out who our next president is. I would be crazy if I didn't make this show about that tomorrow, man. Um, you know, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, you know, all this stuff that's going on as far as our people getting killed, you know, uh, Sandra Bland. I mean, it, the, the list goes on, but we have to make a stand, man. We have to uh, get to this criminal justice system. These police need to start getting trained. You know, they need to get started getting trained. Um, the just it's just a lot of different stuff that we can go into, man. But I had to talk about this stuff, man. Uh, please send me your emails. Let me know what you thought about the interview, man. What you think about Obama and uh, Brian and Maverick Carter sitting up there talking, man, and just getting on one accord with some things? You mean, tell me your inputs. What you think, man? Send us an email, man. Society 2020 at gmail.com. Be sure to hit that website, man. www.nowsociety.com or follow us on Instagram, man. We're going to take another quick break. We're going to get up out of here, man. But, man. Great video, man. That type of stuff is what Nas was built on, and I'm so proud that we can just keep building on it, man, because when we come together, who's stopping us, man? It's the, that's the ultimate dream thing right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we're going to get back in tone, man. Take another quick break. Stay tuned. Yes, sir. Most definitely want to Chime in and just thank everybody for tuning in to season two, man, of the Nas Society podcast. A uh, bit of abbreviated show, but want to kind of touch on uh, some main points about tomorrow and, um, you know, find out who our new president is and then doing, doing some background information about our history and the things that we've done as a society, you know, how athletes and, you know, people of prominence that has a stage and a platform, use their platform for you know, to, to bring awareness, you know, uh, definitely want to just thank everybody for tuning in. Thank everybody for all the support. Thank for people that's, uh, my faithful listeners that tuned in to season one and now with, uh, us well, for season two, man, uh, stay tuned, man. Next week, we got a great, great show, man. Got some great stuff for you guys. So definitely tune in, man. But above all, man, I want everybody to be safe, be conscious about your thoughts, what you're doing out here. Always know that you can do something to change the world, man. If you just uh, transition your mind to think positive instead of negative. We live in such a negative society, man. There's always negative stuff around us every day, you know. But to have a positive mindset from the beginning, every day that you wake up, man, just let it carry on through the day can take you a long way, man. You know, there's a lot that we can be grateful for and a lot that we're blessed about that we don't take advantage of and we don't really appreciate. So let's pay attention to the blessings. You know what I'm saying? Let's have a great week. Uh, please get out there and vote if you didn't already vote already, man. Visit their website at www.nonsociety.com. Check out the merch. Check out the content, the videos. Uh, got a lot of good things coming up, man. Got a lot of events coming up for the rest of this year. We only got two more months, y'all, so let's knock it out. Once again, man, I love y'all, man. Let's keep moving, all right? Stay in tune with the N-A-S-S-O-C-I-E-T. Why? Nice.